back, man. We back, man. What, 78? 78, episode 78. 78, man. How, how was your Thanksgiving, bro? Thanksgiving was good, man. A lot of shit going on this week. Thanksgiving was good. We had it over my house. Um, invited um, a lot of the family over. Not the whole family. I can't fit all y'all in the house. <laughs> um, but um, a lot of the, you know, sort of the immediate family, some cousins, um, aunts, uncles, you know, shit like that. Um, wife did a really phenomenal job of setting up the 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 house. I shouldn't say just the living room. So she did pretty cool, like, scheme in the house where since we had not been together for COVID um, in quite some time, she did one room that was like a birthday room. And then another room was like a Halloween room. And then she had like the main room was like the, the holiday room, sort of like Thanksgiving slash holiday. Oh, that's fire. And then outside by the pool, she did Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, bro, we so still like every the, holiday y'all had it spent we together, had spent basically. Together. Oh, that's fire. Yep, so it's cool. So, but outside, bro, I'm telling you, before, like, you know, it's her. My wife is very good at, um, envisioning right like she can she can look at a blank room and go oh yep i'm gonna put like these kind of curtains i'm gonna put this kind of furniture and it's gonna look this way when i'm all done and she can see all that shit me i see a blank room (laughs) so so me and 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 my sons you know yeah like we're we're the monkeys right so (laughs) so she's like this is the vision and then we're the monkeys putting it together Um, now nah, she does just just a lot, lot of a lot of uh, work on it too, right? But so we were one of the things we were tasked with was filling up um, red balloons, and so we had like a little assembly line going. I had the the, the uh, compressor out there, okay, and we're filling up a hundred balloons to put in the pool, bro. Hundred balloons, a hundred balloons. We had it going. It was we didn't it didn't take that long. Bro, let me that tell you something. Man. I don't know what it is. I need to do my my homework on science. Something about the temperature of the pool coupled with the sunlight and maybe temperature in the air. Oh, made them pop. Those fuckers were popping left and right. I want to say by the end of the night, man, we probably had about 30. Because it was warm on Thanksgiving Day. It wasn't that warm, though. I mean, well, Florida, right? Yeah. It was was a nice day. out. Like You could be outside. The humidity wasn't high. It wasn't 80 degrees. It was probably in the low 70s. Um, which is which is hot for most places, but here low seventies we celebrate. Yeah, we ce- yeah we love it. It's the best. That's why you move. <laughs> that's to why Florida. you live here. Yeah, right. yeah, that's why you live here. This time of the year, nobody comes here in August and goes. I want to live here. It's a good idea. <laughs> no, it's it's now. Yeah, yeah. If you're thinking about moving to Florida, come in August. Yeah, and then uh, see if you feel the same way when you leave. Yeah, yeah. You come to Florida in August, you'd be like, bro, are we in now? <laughs> what I do? <laughs> it's crazy here, bro. Uh, but no we had a I had a great time man like well said, received their family had a good time yeah 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 man matter of fact i had a couple of drinks that that we've done on here okay um um so i had had those going and uh you know everybody everybody kind of brought a little dish and oh my sister i'm gonna get her you gonna get her? <laughs> i'm gonna get her so there, so the day before man my my niece has like an emergency c-section um, so we got a new a new addition to the family. Oh snap! Welcome, congrats, Nora. Congrats. Um, so I had the baby, so she couldn't make it. Um, well, my sister thought it was a good idea to take the whole Thanksgiving dinner out of my house and take it over to their house. <laughs> Bro, she left with a freaking shopping bag of food for she, two for two adults. She took a leftover meal, like meal. the whole oh, like the whole dude. feast. You know when you go to Pollo Tropical and pay like $21 and you get the whole family meal? Yeah, that's what she, she took a family meal from my house. 
I was texting her later on. I was like, ooh, I'm going to get you. Send her an invoice, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's $25, but it's Thanksgiving, so we got to charge. We got to charge premium time prices. That's going to that's gonna run you about one ten. <laughs> that's all right she gonna need my help in about three weeks i was like i'll send you a list <laughs> tell her we need bottles for the car before friend <laughs> not, dude thanks it was weird man like was that the first time you guys had all been together like that like that many people like family wise not the first time but um the first time in a long time yeah man we had uh people at thanksgiving we hadn't seen since covid started and actually it was probably even a week before that like we had these like family functions leading up to it uh so we had like a baby shower and then thanksgiving and most of those people we hadn't seen probably since christmas of 2019 yeah so it was so odd man really like, super weird bro i, I felt and, and maybe because it wasn't my side of the family quote-unquote right, so like right. i felt like the like i felt like it was being reintroduced to everybody all over again Did anybody come with you like New people. Everybody did, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I ain't know anybody. It was that's like, why it was awkward. It was like this my girlfriend, this my boyfriend, this my wife. I was like, I didn't even know you were straight. This is my ten year old kid. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said wife. I was like, you like girls? <laughs> bro, the whole shit was a surprise, bro. I was like, yo. <laughs> was like, it was so strange, man. Like, like uh I I didn't realize how I don't know, man. I guess being away from people for that long, like just the awkwardness of like the like you're like, oh yeah. So how what have you guys? How'd you guys spend the pandemic? It's like you know, it's like uh, these conversations yeah. that you that are old already. It's right? It's like, like when you talk to kids and you go, how school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, right? like, uh, you just don't know what to ask these kids. <laughs> like, How's that last booger you tasted, bro? Was it was it up to expectations, bro? Like, you just don't know what to ask, man. It's yeah, it was. It was a lot of filler questions initially. It was yeah. like the stupid like, oh, how's work? Uh, man, it really is nice today, right? It's beautiful. <laughs> so weird, man. <laughs> so like, I hate when people, you know, like when people bring up the weather. Yeah, you're, you're like, like, bro, okay. I, I was outside too, bro. Like, oh. <laughs> Like, do you want a drink? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing tells me we're not going to have a good conversation. More like, oh, so it's really nice outside, huh? I thought it was going to rain, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'd just be like, bro, you're good. You know, we we can ride this elevator without talking. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it felt like a lot of elevator talks, bro. The the whole uh, did you it, eventually get past it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You eventually sort of get in the groove. Yeah. Uh, alcohol certainly helps. It does. Man. Um, yeah, you know, substance is always <laughs> assist along the way. But it was definitely a strange uh, first couple hours, man. And then Thanksgiving wasn't as awkward, but it was definitely like. Yeah, again, you're just kind of sort of getting used to being around these people again. And then so much has changed for so many people where you're just like, you, and you know me, man. I just I just say what's on the top of my head. So the whole time I'm battling the don't be you right now, bro. <laughs> don't be you right now. <laughs> they, they're, going, they're going to your wife. He's a senior financial guy where he works. Wow, I would have never thought. Somebody trusts this guy with with money, like a lot of it. Oh, it's so weird, man. It's so bizarre. Yeah, so the whole time I'm like, don't be you, don't be you, 
like somebody would say something or somebody would introduce you to somebody new and I'm like you know the first thought of my mind you know I just always want to say something crazy right. and I'm like fighting the urge I'm like fuck <laughs> like it would have been so good though you know I'm like that's a that, that's a miserable existence man. it really is bro. you should just do it <laughs> I, I slipped up a couple times especially when I found out like some of the new folks had a sense of humor and I was, oh nice yeah you like I can fuck with you so I can fuck with you yeah yeah right. so I, so I definitely let some fly but um. Yeah, I, most of my existence is spent going, don't be you. <laughs> so, <laughs> like all day at work? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. 93% of my work day is be corporate Juan, be corporate Juan, be corporate <laughs> I got to regurgitate that to myself. Over Dude, it. one time somebody told me, man, you know, like, I don't know how you stay so calm. And I go, I, I go it's because when I hang up, I call all of y'all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I, I go into my office and close the door and go, wow. <laughs> they made it to work today. <laughs> like, like, damn. All right, man. Yo, episode 78. Welcome, everybody. Long ass intro. <laughs> right? He is Juan and I'm Sean. And for those of y'all who, have, who, who are listening on a regular basis, definitely welcome back. Um, but he's one and I'm Sean and every week we get together, have a few drinks and we've had a few today. Um, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad or otherwise and take out your notebooks again. Yeah. You know we've been on point lately. If y'all been trying to drinks, you know we've been on point lately. Today is no different than it has been the last couple of weeks. Hit them with this. Yo, this, if, if you mad because we getting too complicated, <laughs> we are definitely not helping the cause this week, yo. Yeah, just, just hang up now. Yeah, Deshaun running a Mexican brothel, evidently, because this <laughs> shit is, this shit is wild, bro. Um, what are we calling this, by the way? I don't know what we're calling Dude, it. This thing has, like, uh, it has a, it has a funky-ass name that I was told, but my boy Joe Hit me up on this drink. So we're going to label it the Carbon Joe Print. Carbon Joe Print. I like it. Let's go. Shout Let's out Joe. Go. Shout out Joe, man. <laughs> I don't even know if we should plug his thing. It's either going to be good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just leave it at Joe. <laughs> but, dude, we, we mixed today was a... Was it an ounce of lime? Well, first you got to hit him up with the tequila. And then, oh, yo, listen, I'm telling you, Sean's showing out this week. He hit the Terramana tequila with, was it uh, red peppers? It's um, it's uh, chili peppers. Chili peppers. He let them infuse for two days in the freezer. Chili peppers, which at, when it first goes down, it hits you smooth as fuck. And then it kicks you in the face, bro. Like with the, with the, with the spice. Spice, but it's fire. Like good. Like really good, man. And then something I didn't even know existed. So we use that, and then we use a. Uh, this is called Acho Reyes Verde. It's a chili poblano liqueur. So something that we thought would clash with this, like too much spice, but it actually adds like this perfect touch of like a sweet and spicy together. Yep. Um, so yeah, we mix those two liquors. What we do about it? If you're making one drink, it's about an ounce of each. Yeah, you can do. I, I want to say the the uh, the recipe was like. I don't know, like like an ounce of one and like an ounce and a half of another, but we pretty much did what we do, like like a shot of each. We did a shot of each essentially, essentially. and then we did a whole lime. Uh, so yep, if you're doing one lime. drink, it's one whole lime, a shot of each, uh, a splash of uh, agave syrup or, yep. or to taste, and then um, shook it up. I didn't leave anything out, right? Yeah, we the, the rim. 
Oh, yes. We salted the Don't rim. Don't forget the rim job. What's the rim? Oh, we added something to the rim job, though. We added some sugar. Joe, hit this up, man. Joe, take take note, bro. Take, take notes, Joe. So Add the sugar. Took the, we did the, uh, what the hell is this thing called? There's is actually it cayenne this, pepper? No, it's not, man. It's like this spicy shit. What is it called? Hold on. Uh, it shit was good. We should have brought it in here. That, whatever that spice was. Yeah, we should have, but I, I'm going to hit it right now. It is tagine, T-A-J-I-N. Um, it is this spice, and then you can put it around the rim. So when I first got introduced to the drink, it was with that by itself. Um, we thought because it has the spicy flavor to it, and this is also that that tagine is also spicy. We mixed it with sugar. Yeah. And we put the the tagine with the sugar mix on the rim, and that shit hit different. So that gives us the opportunity to rename it. To the Carbon Joe print. That's right, man. We rebranded, dude. So, 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 real quick again, you when you rim the glass with the tajin pepper and cane sugar, then you're gonna go hit it with an ounce each of the poblano liqueur, the the chili poblano liqueur of the terramana infused with the the pepper, the chili pepper, with chili pepper, yep. and then you want to make sure you do a whole lime, the whole ounce, squeeze it in there, shake it up real good. Put it in the glass with ice that's already rimmed with the with the tajing and the sugar, and uh, enjoy. That shit is. And if that shit, and none of that shit makes sense, just check IG. Yeah, just we check gonna have, we got a picture on there. We'll have the recipe. Oh, we should have did the video for the for the TikTok. It's alright, man. We, we're gonna put we're gonna we got a picture of it up there. It looks pretty. Yep. And we, we'll put the whole recipe out. It's it's so good, man. This. And 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 just because, just because Joe hit us up with this one, if you in Orlando. Jose A. Rodriguez Law. <laughs> Hit him up. Jose A. Rodriguez Law.com for all your family law needs. The guy will hook you up with the law stuff and he might make you a Carbon Joe print while you're there. Hey, hey. You know what Carbon Joe print? <laughs> while you wait. Shout out Joe, man. Yeah, the drink is fire, bro. Sean be showing out, yo. You coming in here. I'm telling you, yo, you running like a Mexican brothel here, bro. You got. <laughs> <laughs> this this really deep in like I, I think this was bottled in bro it's like a town it's like deep in Mexico and that bro. poblano uh, liqueur like you can't find it anywhere like you have to go to uh, Total Wine or ABC um, your local Publix or your local like uh, mom pop liquor stores they just they, they just don't have it yeah 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 we had we had to find it at Total Wine yeah because um I've never I mean I've never even heard of that. No, me either. Yeah, I've never even, I didn't know that was a thing. When you sent me the picture, I had to read it a bunch. I'm like looking at, I Googled it. And you know I'm in the hood, right? Because we got about, I got four <laughs> liquor stores in like a three mile radius. They all got Henny and that's it. <laughs> Henny and Tito's, bro. <laughs> they got Henny, Tito's, and Stoli. <laughs> <laughs> that's all Some, the hood liquor stores. Somebody have. brought Tito's to my house the other day and I was yeah. like, I was like, who bought this ghetto shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is when anybody hits me the Tito's, I'm like, no, man, it's good. Have yeah. you had it? I go, no. It's not good, bro. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I've had it. No, yeah. it's not. Somebody good. done told you <laughs> wrong. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, here's a hand. If it start with somebody first, some with a Puerto Rican guy's first name, it's not gonna be good. <laughs> be like, I know a dude named Tito. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it was Pierre, I might buy into it. But it's Tito, nah, dog. <laughs> It's not going to happen, bro. <laughs> All right, man. On that, let me hit you with my comment for another week. Um, you know, we be, dog we be dogging our Floridians um, a lot on this show, especially because we be doing some crazy shit. But this week, um, I'm giving a shout out to Florida man William 
Big Will Dunn um, and his nonprofit, Take a Kid Fishing. So what this dude did probably about 11 years ago, man, he met this kid who was um, without, without a father in the house and um, decided to take the kid fishing and and sort of like uh thought back to when to when he was a kid and he was like oh you know it was always a positive impact for me as a kid it taught me you know patience and and it allowed me to clear my head and that kind of shit right so took this kid fishing because he didn't know what else to do and to this kid fishing um and and it turned out to be a really positive impact on this kid's life so a few years down the line he decided to reach out to foster homes in the area and began taking groups of kids, 20 to 25, and he went out of his own pocket. And he'd go, he's, he's out of Clearwater, and he'd go on these like fishing excursions out of Clearwater and take these kids fishing. And he, and he says over time, he just noticed that like, yo, there's a positive impact on these kids who not only, you know, and these foster kids don't, don't even have parents, right? Forget about just fathers. Yeah, forget about, yeah. They don't have parents. And so, but, but the, the interaction and, and something he would just say like something about fishing, um, whether it's the, whether it's like kind of like being happy for the guys that caught, even when you don't and the patience that it takes to actually catch the fish. And so all the things that involved in fishing. Um, so about three years ago, he ends up getting, uh, sort of like certified as a nonprofit. So he's able to take donations and, and he does this shit on a constant basis now. So that's what he, that's what he does. Just takes kids fishing. Just takes kids fishing, bro. And, and he just, and matter of fact, the, the, and it's funny cause you know, he's like this, um, almost like a quote unquote, like traditional Florida white guy, right? Like he, he looks, he sort of like looks and plays the part and, and in his picture on his website, man, he's just got like kids of all colors and just that he's taking them out of these foster homes and, and taking them fishing, and it's having a positive impact on these kids' oh, lives. You would imagine, man, these kids get to, like, you get to learn a skill, right? One thing, but just the social aspect of it, uh, the spending time with, like, a father figure-esque person. Out of yeah. It, like, yeah, that's so dope, man. And, cool. and and my kid has been trying, my, one of my sons has been wanting me to take him fishing, and I haven't. And when I read this story, <laughs> same. I, was, I, I, was like, I was like, you're such a dick. Yeah, same. My son's been asking me, too. And I know, and, and part of me is because I know his ass just is, is in love with the idea of it, but he's going to hate it when we actually do it. But I go, I should just do it. You think, bro? I think I think once he catches one, it's... You'd be excited? Yeah. It's worth a shot. So yeah. I need to do it. Yeah, let's just like, do, it. We need to do it. Let's just go on a trip, bro. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because right, we'll my son's been, been been begging me forever, man. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I haven't done it. We doing it. Let's yeah, go. Let's yeah, let's just go. But So before I finish this off, man, um, there is a website. Uh, it's T-A-K-F-F-L.com. If anybody's interested in, in kind of donating to this cause, um, hit those guys up. And you can donate PayPal, credit card, whatever. Um, definitely good cause and um, having a positive impact on people's lives. Damn, that's dope, man. That's so cool, dude. I'm always for, like, like you said, it, it, and, and you um, you open that up to all walks of life, like kids who would never have an opportunity to go for it. It just seems so go, simple, bro. man. It seems so simple, but it, it means a lot, man. It mean, it, like, yeah, that. And let me tell you, going out on those charters, you know, it's not, you know, we have a lot of uh, retention ponds and, and lakes here. There's nothing like going out in the ocean oh, on a, no. on a charter fishing, bro. No, I, really I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it every time I've gone out. Yeah, no, I've done that a few times where I've done the deep sea fishing. There's nothing like it. Like I've done a lot of the like 
offshore fishing on this yeah. um and i've done a lot of the stuff off a of pier or off the side of the road or off the side of yeah <laughs> i've done it all man because uh, my uncles are big fishers okay so i used i spent a lot of my teenagers going out with them and stuff um yeah and i've done some of the deep sea it doesn't compare man i love the deep sea fishing stuff there's actually an excursion here man now i'm thinking about it it's a shark one and it's at night we should do that shit one day man that would be sick it's shark fishing in the yeah. evening out on the charter yeah that would be kind of fire man is shark good I've never. I don't want to eat it. I just want to catch one. I know in Puerto, in Puerto Rico <laughs> they be having the the tiburon, the, yeah. the on the on the uh, the shish kebabs. Yeah, dude, they do all kinds of. I mean, there's there's cultures that do the whole. There's all these weird documentaries about how sad it is because they cut off like their fins to make the soup, oh, the shark yeah. fin soup. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then they don't use the rest of the shark. They just dump them back. So they essentially drown it. It's in Asian countries, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's like Japanese, Chinese, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's Asian. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember one of them. They do that, but yeah, that's like a like a delicacy or whatever over there. Yeah, they actually sell them like dried shit yeah. too, like in the stores. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that before. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, we gotta do it, man. We doing the fishing. And that shout out to what's the name of the the website and all that again, man. So people. So it's um uh William Dunn is the guy's name. The nonprofit is Take a Kid Fishing, and uh, it's t a k f f l dot com. dot com, man. Hey, hit him up, man. That's fired, dude. That's dope. Yo, my um. Carbon this week, man. You know I normally like to go the asshole route, but I didn't this week, man. I, I went to somebody who, damn it, who I know, I know, I knew you was gonna be disappointed. I had another one. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm, 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 a, I'm gonna take the. I'm having a good week, man. I want, I want to take the positive route. It's you know? Thanksgiving week. It's Thanksgiving week. You know everything. I was like, I'm, I'm riding high, bro, right now. So, um, somebody who I think influenced me without me really knowing. Okay. Um, so I would say, uh, uh. So to me, it was Virgil Abloh, man, um, the, the the sort of the director, the creative director for Louis Vuitton. He was the artistic director, sorry, of Louis Vuitton. And he was also the head of a brand called Off-White. So your kids probably know what Off-White is or uh, m- or maybe not, probably um, later teens. But Off-White was like a really big uh, brand as well. And they did collaborations with Nike. Um, he's done stuff with Evian. Um, so he was a, a so, sort of super big fashion designer and he came up with a lot of ideas and everything that you do sort of in, or that you see in fashion now where it sort of combines that hype beast culture with like the um, uh, high end luxury okay. has, has been him. So like Louis Vuitton doing collaborations with like streetwear or the hip hop and all that stuff. Like usually it's been he's been a product of that. Um, and he passed this week, man, at 41 from like a very rare form of cancer. 41, 41, bro. man. Battled it in private for two years. Didn't tell anybody. Similar to sort of like the Chad Big Boltzmann situation. Um, it was like. Was it a cancer? Yeah, it was a cancer. It was like angiocardiac something like plasma. I can't. I, I got to go look it up. But it was like a weird form of cancer. Uh, very rare. And it's. I guess it's aggressive. So, uh, yeah, two years, man. Battled in private. Wow, pass from man. it, dude. But dude, if you if you're battling um, uh, terminal cancer in private, what are you doing? Like, are you still working? Because some of these guys, just like, and I'm assuming this this gentleman continued working until yeah, the, the end. Kept going, yeah. Chadwick Boseman, like you said earlier, kept going. Kept going right? Do you? Dude, Norm Macdonald. We didn't talk about that on here, but the comedian Norm Macdonald yeah. passed a few weeks ago. He battled cancer for years on his own. He would tell people That's he was right. doing I like... I did read about that. I forget what it was, man. His friend said that he had an excuse. that they, I think he was like, oh, I'm taking care of my mom. Like he would go visit his mom, quote unquote, but he was off to get treatment. And so he that's how he would sort of lay low. And... um. Yeah, he battled, and it was uh, him. Him doing it is the most Norm Macdonald thing ever. Because if you ever known, like if you follow Norm Macdonald or follow his humor when he's on TV shows or stand up or whatever, like him dying of cancer and not saying anything about it is so on brand for him. Um, 
and it, and he would be one of those dudes that would want you to like make fun of you know the whole thing but um yeah these guys yeah i don't i don't know how you do that dude and continue doing what you do every day or maybe doing what you do every day is sort of what sort of keeps you inspired and keeps you i guess maybe wanting to fight or i mean i know we we knew somebody who um who battled als yeah and that's what he did like he wanted to work until he couldn't work anymore yeah um and i remember thinking you know like man i, I don't know how i would deal with that i don't know if i would want to go to work I'm definitely not going to work. Yeah, I don't. Much. I don't think. I don't think I would either. I just. I mean, he it, had a good again, reasoning for it. Like the, the person you're talking about, I remember he had a good reasoning. I could. I could understand it. I could understand it. Uh, like, like when he said it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't have that in me, man. I don't think to do what he said. Like he was just like, "What am I gonna do? Go home and think about dying? Like, or slowly, sort of like getting." Yeah, hurt? I don't. I mean, oh, man. I, I, again, I don't. I don't know what I would do because I listen. I, we we all say we would do things in certain situations, and then when shit happens, yeah, yeah man. You know, we don't know what Everybody the hell. Everybody has a plan to get punched in the face, right? So it's yeah, like that whole thing. It's like <laughs> plan goes out the window. Good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got a plan until bullets start flying? I don't know which one's going to Yeah, I don't know what I would do, man. But, dude, I, so I started realizing, like, a lot of the stuff I buy, like, fashion-wise, is stuff that he's definitely inspired. And a lot of the things you look at now of brands that have gotten big that do collaborations, like these sort of super luxury brands that do these collaborations now with with these with these other brands or like whether it's Supreme or like Givenchy or Louis Vuitton or or Gucci or whoever doing these do these collabs with like urbanware and, and sort of the hip hop community and pop culture and all this stuff like it was it was cuz of him and he like you know there's certain stuff like like even I looked at me like it's certain things that I buy it's like okay how can I look I don't even want to say professional right but how can I like can I get away with wearing this in a corporate setting and then also get away with wearing this out to have a drink with my friends? Right. right. And like, he, he sort of like made that sort of he possible. That line. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. And, and there's definitely outfits where I can buy where I go. People on both sides go like, Oh, that's, that's dope. Like, and, and you don't realize it, but it's like someone like him, you know, like I know in the past we've talked about like even Kanye having that influence where you went, Oh, you don't, it doesn't have to be the baggy jeans and uh tall tees and all this stuff. Like Kanye was like, oh, I can rock a pink polo and do this and that. And you're just like, Oh shit. Like, and you don't just don't realize that these are the people that sort of made it okay for you to get away with those right. fashion choices, I guess. And um, yeah, Virgil did that, man. He also designed some of the most iconic, I would say album covers in hip hop history. Really? So 808s and Heartbreaks, simple, you know, just the disc, whatever. He did that. He did My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. He did what the Watch the Throne cover. That's him. He did the Long Live ASAP from ASAP Rocky. He did Pop Smoke's oh, wow. album cover. He did so all these album covers, um, lately in hip hop, they were super influential. I think he did Lil Uzi Verts, that Love is Rage too. He um there's a few man that he's done. He's he's done like three Kanye ones. He's done So he's not just a clothing designer. I mean, no guys and like an artist. Guy. He's an artistic right. and, and I love man and, and I picked him and then I love this quote that his wife I think was that that sort of put in a post when she was talking about him. And and I was like, man, I feel like this is something that we can all sort of remind ourselves about all the time and anything that we do. But she said that um he would say everything I do is for the seventeen year old version of myself um and then he believed in the power of art to inspire future generations and i'm like dude how how like i've i've caught myself doing that where I, i'll buy something or i'll do something because i'll go like yo young me would have been like tripping that this is even a possibility now right and so like to be in that position that he's in to have that type of influence to go like oh yeah well what would 17 year old me have wanted to wear or wanted to see this or wanted to like you know i'm like you can't lose thinking like that. You know what I mean? Like that's just such a. That's dope. so funny, man. I've I don't know if I've ever 
done that. No, no, dude. Man. I've had moments, man. I, 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 maybe I didn't have the intention initially, but I have definitely had moments where I sat down and I went, "Holy shit!" Like you know, eighteen year old me, nineteen year old me would be like pissing his pants right now. Like this is so crazy. Like I've had, I've definitely had moments in life like that. Like I have had moments where where I go, if I would have told my you know twenty year old self that here's where I would be at forty seven, you know, like I would have been yeah. like, "Yep, sign me up." Yeah, I think that's a similar, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know if I've ever made a decision to that that goes, man, was 17, what was 17-year-old me think about my that decision? Because there's, there's a lot of things that you think about when you're when you're a kid um, that you go, man, those things are unattainable or that would be really cool, yes. but I can't do it now, right? And then and then when you get a chance to do it, to think back to that or to be able to reflect back to that time, that, that's amazing, man. Dude, I've had, and I don't know, man, maybe it's just luck. Um, I can remember off the top of my head, dude, three times in my life even, and I'm sure there's more, where I literally had to stop and I went, how the fuck did I get here? This is so crazy. Like, I, I can think of at least three off the top of my head where I was just like, wow. Like, um, you know, again, the intention wasn't that going into those situations, right. but I certainly sat there and thought about it and just went, this is crazy. Like, 17-year-old me wouldn't believe this. Right. Like 18 year old me wouldn't believe it. Like you said, like you would be like, you sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy, man. But I, I thought that was such a fitting quote. Like, like so cool because, it, again, the way he sort of told that line between fashion and um and art and everything else that he did, man. And to see someone go so young, man, who had that kind of influence. I know Kanye was a big, you know, uh, uh, sort of Virgil collaborator and all that stuff. So I think he helped Kanye a lot in his brand and all that stuff. So um, certainly somebody who meant a lot, I think, in hip hop. Um, so, dude, shout out to, to to Virgil Abloh and yeah, man, peace to his family. Yeah, man, we're definitely uh, gone too soon, man. Sure. You know, I wonder. I, I wonder often when I see people that die uh, in early age. You know, people that that especially that have impact. You know, was were they on a path to to make that impact? So almost like purposefully. You know what I mean? Like, was it meant? You know, were, were they meant to have it because? They weren't going to have the long life. Yeah, like their destiny was in this time that you have, this short time, this is what you're supposed to fulfill, sort of. Right, like. so, so you have to speed up. And then meanwhile, we're looking at these people like, oh, they're just gifted and they're just this. And maybe it's just like, no, and, you know, it's supposed to happen this way. It's interesting that you say that, man, because how often do these like sort of um, generational talents live like long? Not, like now that you said that, often, I'm thinking bro. about all these like, you know, like transcendent talents. Not often do they live very long. It's right. really weird, man. Like you said, like it's almost like they're here to fulfill a purpose, and then it's like, all right, man. Yeah. Dude, my 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 son the other day told me um, something crazy, and I was just like, oh man, anything's possible, right? Um, he says, and I think it was off of something TikTok that he saw. He says, uh, "What if you know when people say when they when they pass that they see a bright light?" Yeah. He's like, "What if when you pass, the bright light that you're seeing is." the hospital light on you because you're being reborn oh i see like you coming out of a womb i mean back into the world and back I, was into the like, world. I was like hey man your explanation is as good as anybody exactly man. dude yeah like nobody knows man none of us know like we hope we have you know we have faith or we have you know whatever belief we have that tells us like yo it's it could be this or it is this or whatever yeah dude you know like like even so, like similar not off i watched um eternals the marvel movie oh i haven't seen it um super good movie i won't give away a lot of it but it does bring up some pretty like fascinating points which is like I guess overall, like high arching sort of premise is like 
if you have the power to control everything in the world at all times, right? Like, so you're these beings and you could stop, you could stop every war. You could stop every famine. You could stop, I mean, I mean anything, any acts okay. of genocide, right? Like you have to, like, do you interfere? Like, do you have a, a moral obligation to interfere? If so, why or why not? And then it's like, if you have that power to change sort of the course of history and all that, like, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like there's so many awful, awful like stories in history, but then you don't get the sort of, there's good things that do end up coming from those awful things. Dude, most of us aren't here unless those awful things happen. No, I wouldn't be, bro. If, if I mean, the, 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 the major, like, catastrophic, and, you know, not, not, not like meteors and shit like that, but catastrophic wars, slavery, like, you name it. All the shit that we're trying to, like, cancel today is, like, none of us are here if that shit doesn't happen. No, bro, if if some guy doesn't dock his ship in Puerto Rico and decide to conquer it and murder, mass murder all the men and probably rape women and whatever, I probably wouldn't be here. No. Right? Like, so it's like, that's what's fucked up. But shout out to you because now I'm here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's like, how do you, how do you find that it's balance? It's so man? true. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, it yeah, how do, my great-great-great-grandfather was probably a dick. <laughs> but you're like... But I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, bro. Yeah, and I was thinking about getting this into, until later, man. But now since you brought that up, I had two things on here, man, where... Um, so in New York, um, they are they are canceling Thomas Jefferson. They're removing him from City Hall because he owned slaves. Okay. Um, in Jersey, in your hometown of Jersey, um, there is a uh, Woodrow Wilson High School in, uh, in Camden. And in my hometown, Elizabeth, is that I'm right? pretty sure those are Woodrow Wilson. Well, this is one they're talking about in Camden. They are removing his name. They're not. They're not set on what it's going to be, but they're saying because he because he had like there was a a legacy of racism. Listen, I have family in Camden, like yep. lots of family, and I've spent a lot of my childhood in Camden visiting them. That is the least of their fucking worries. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Camden is one of those places you drive through and you go, oh, man, there's so many abandoned houses and people walk out of them and you're like, oh, fuck, people live in there. <laughs> it's such a shithole, bro. Really? It's terrible. Hey, bro, their their town literally fired, I think at one point, every single member of the police force. Like, it was there was something nuts that they did. Like, yeah. they had to re, they had to fire everyone and rehire an entire police force. They've gone, like, bankrupt. It was at one point, like, the, the murder capital of the U.S., like, when I was growing up. Camden's and and it fucking earned that, bro. I spent some very uncomfortable times in Camden, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the place is a shithole. I would say that renaming a high school because of some racism, bro. That's at the bottom of the list of shit y'all need to worry about right now, dude. People like, there be like, we don't give a fuck about the high school name, bro. You want to talk about watching people either actively being murdered, and this is not an exaggeration, murdered, beat up, uh, choked out, uh, mugged. Like in front of you, like in plain daylight, on the middle of the street, like in front of a house. At two o'clock on a random Wednesday. Yes, bro. And you just go, huh? Like just another Wednesday. Like, and you just keep it moving? Yeah. Every moment of those in my life has been in camp. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a stand up place. <laughs> I know that's not where you were going with this. <laughs> no, man. I was thinking about, like I said, all that. All that you know, the 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 cancel culture that we're in, and you know, over you know, over you know, actually since since uh, George Floyd was killed, right? Like, yeah, it's kind of when it when it really exploded, and it's just like, oh, take take down these statues and whatever. And I think that people are not really taking into 
and taking into account that most of us are not here if all this bad shit, bad shit, like Christopher Columbus, right? Nobody wants to celebrate that that day anymore. And you know, Even remo- Thanksgiving, bro. Yeah. Oh, really? I haven't like heard anti Thanksgiving because it's like, oh, you fucking mass murdered all the the oh, natives. Oh, Native Americans, yeah. right? And and listen, there was a lot of bad shit that happened over over that time, and and I'm not I'm not discounting that at all. I'm just saying that the majority of us, we're just not here. Like it's it's somebody. It's not saying that they're not people. I'm saying that it's somebody else. Yeah, I also think the focus is just directed towards the wrong place, right? Like I think if you talk to the black community, right, post George Floyd or even pre, they wouldn't be like, it would be nice if I didn't go to a school named Woodrow Wilson. I'm sure, like, maybe somewhere in there that's a thought, but they'd be like, nah, I just want to be treated like the rest of y'all. Like, can we start there? Like, it'd be like, yeah, the school thing, we can get to that later. Like, I just think our, like everything else, man, we overcorrect, right? So it's like, and we overcorrect in the wrong sense, like the wrong thing. So like, you know, it's like when, um, uh, uh, whenever something goes, it's like back. when it's like when Biden got elected. Yes, it's exactly that, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, we went from this fucking we crazy, overcorrected. Yeah, we went from we went from the like the 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 old white guy who was dating like the sixty year old lady who smoked who had the convertible. Right, she's doing lines of coke off your dick. You're like, this is fun, and then, and then you and then this bitch cheats on you, and you're like, nah, man, she was too crazy. I need to go find like somebody a little more mellow. You know, goes to sleep early. And then you got Betty White, and then you got Betty. <laughs> God damn, not Betty. I like Betty. Damn. But yeah, bro. I'm sorry. We, we over- <laughs> he ain't mean that, Betty. I'm sorry. Dude, we overcorrect all the time. It's like we go to like so opposite extremes. So it's like, mm-hmm. it was like the most basic thing we could do. Oh, let's change the names of these schools. And I'm not saying that, that there's not a place for that conversation, but it just doesn't seem like, again, I don't think anybody's asking for that. It's just like, it seems like there's a white guy in there somewhere who went, let's, let's rename this school. This is fucked up. And it's like, no, 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 bro. Can we, um, can we back to this whole affirmative action shit and why we even need that? And, you know, like just everything else. Like, can, can we address some other shit? Like, I don't care about the name of the school. Like, we'll get there. But right. I just want to be treated like you guys. Is that all right for a minute? Like, it's so, I don't, I don't want to call it dumb, dude, because again, it's just, I just feel like it's misguided sort of, um, attention to something man i don't know yeah 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 i say i don't know i don't know what we're gonna be doing with this with this uh cancel culture shit what are we doing with these lights bro Yo, i, I just thought about this it's like we need to turn the lights we on we need to turn them on man i was like yeah for those of y'all watching the YouTube video, video about to be real dim <laughs> until now lights camera action people halfway through dude did you see uh tyson this week nah bro i missed so mike tyson um big uh cannabis fan um, he's, he he teamed up with uh, who is this? Uh, Columbia Care, and um, has his own line of cannabis. It's like medicinal. Yeah. No, 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 not not medicinal. It's it's recreational. Oh, but he lives in Vegas and stuff too, so it's it's perfectly yeah, legal. Yeah, and then they launched it. So so this um this Columbia Care, they have like ninety nine dispensaries in sixteen states. Oh wow! And so I think they first launched it in in um in Colorado. Okay. So it's called Tyson Two and it's it's funny like the bag of it it has a it has a of course it has a boxing glove on it like punching through something but they interviewed tyson man and he he was saying that when he's on cannabis that he's just like i'm just like a different person and he goes if you spent time with me when i wasn't on cannabis for a few days like you probably wouldn't like me and he's like so i'm I'm really reaching out to the to the people who sort of who have issues similar to mine 
here are like he sort of like he personally picked out a few strands that 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 he liked that really helped him. Wow. And then and then sort of used that for his uh Tyson 2.0. He's also a big mushroom guy. You ever Is he really? How, bro, have you ever seen him eat mushrooms? No. Bro, he takes the entire like Ziploc bags <laughs> and he, ch- bro, he chews them like he's eating a bag of Doritos. Of course he's just, he does, bro. And he's chewing mushroom after mushroom and he does it daily. You got to see him. He's on, um, oh man, what's a podcast that was so funny? I think it's um uh, Logan Paul. Uh, uh, I, I've seen him on that one. Okay, go back and watch the YouTube video that at the beginning, dude, he has an entire bag of shrooms and he's shoving. And meanwhile, these guys are taking like one cap. Mike Tyson is taking handfuls and shoving them in his mouth, yeah, and then taking another handful and shoving his mouth. And these guys are looking at him like he's about to die because most people would. <laughs> he's like, and he goes like, "No, that's like basically what he does like daily." Wow. And and it's a similar thing. He goes like, "No, it helps me. Like it comes. I don't like who I am. Like off it. It helps me see like whatever higher power and blah blah." blah. And he goes like, "Yeah, I'll do weed and shrooms every day." Wow, man. And dude, he's you, it's hard to argue with that, bro. Mike Tyson is a vastly different human now than he was 30 Absolutely. years ago, bro. Absolutely. 25 years Absolutely. ago, man. Dude, I watched um or watched slash listen to the uh Joe Rogan podcast with um Snoop. Oh, I dude, heard that one yet. Snoop. It it was, he did it really long. It was it was almost I want to say it was about 3 hours. Oh, damn. Okay. Maybe longer? Maybe longer, bro. Anyway, he smoked six blunts on that during, during the during yeah yeah yeah. He's like nonstop, bro. Bro, I do a little bit now and I'm out, <laughs> like out, bro. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know how he does it, bro. But going back to the Tyson thing, I was like, and I knew some other people had had lines of um of of cannabis, but I, I looked on the list, man, and this is just a few: Bob Marley, Jay Z. Has a line. That's right. Seth Rogen. Martha Stewart. Martha got a line of weed? Martha got a line, bro. Uh, Wiz Khalifa. That makes sense. Snoop. That makes sense. The Game. Hmm. Jaleel White, which is Urkel. I did know he had that one. one. I remember you talked about that one before on, yeah. on here. And that's just the name of a few. There's a few other ones on it. I was just like, wow, man, you too. But there's a there's quite a few sort of celebrities that have got. I mean, it's the this. next sort of big thing, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but but some of those celebrities sort of surprised me. Like Martha Stewart definitely surprises me. Jaleel White surprised me when it yes. first happened too. Yeah, there's just not people who you would think. Like Snoop makes sense. The game makes sense. Wiz Khalifa makes sense. Jay Z makes sense. Like Jay Z's is like super high end too. Like it's is expensive, it really? dude. Like the I think they only sell it in California right now. Um, Maybe you can get a Nevada. And, and I want to say Mike Tyson's is like uh, about $89 for an ounce. Shit, it might be on par with the Jay-Z thing. I think that's similar to what it was. Because you can go on their website and order it, but it won't deliver it to certain states, obviously. So I couldn't, right. get, it. I couldn't get it here. Because Jay was behind it. So I was like, oh, shit, I want to try that. And then I tried. Yeah, I couldn't get it. I would have to have it shipped to somebody there and have them ship it to me yep. if I wanted it. But um, Tyson getting in on that is the most Tyson thing at this stage, bro. It's like at this point you expect him to sell pigeon food and and shrooms and weed. That's right. He used to he used to fuck with pigeons. You remember the pigeon show, bro? Yo, I hated how lit that show was, bro. I couldn't turn it off. He was in there with his lisp talking to fucking pigeons. 
<laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. You've think, never. You no, got you. Have. I think I've just seen like uh, like there was documentaries. No, go on YouTube, bro, and watch the Tyson show with the pigeons. Yeah, it, bro, he's talking to his pigeons and he's talking about his pigeons and he's into these pigeons. Oh bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you know him, he's got the whole list and he's talking to them. Bro. It's so <laughs> funny, bro. And I think he's planning his next uh, his next fight. Is he? His he's ne- coming back. His next comeback. Wait, is it the one of the the Paul? Cause yo, one of them is fighting here in um in Tampa. So I was gonna tell you the other day we should go to that, bro. The I was gonna Jake say, Paul? is that the Jake Paul yeah. against uh Tyson Fury's brother, right? Yeah, he's Jake Paul's gonna get waxed, bro. That's the yeah. one that's gonna do him in. Yeah, that, that's the one. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the fight he loses. He's fighting a real boxer, right? With a Lin. Yeah, yeah, that's the one Jake Paul finally loses. But yeah, um, I think in the in the press conference, the guy was like, okay, wait a minute. So you're gonna pay me a ton of money to fight a YouTuber? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm taking Yeah, it. he's right, bro. And I'm like, yeah, again, Jake Paul is Jake Paul, and so he's going to fight a real boxer. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, and he's good. You can't take that away from him considering, you know, he's only boxed for however right. long. And but he's, he's trained. not ready for that. He's not ready for uh, Fury. Like, I don't think so, man. Like, Tommy yeah, Fury we're, we're could be the see, worst. Bro. Yeah, dude, that's going to be a different beast, man. Like, who knows? <laughs> that or, I mean, you're right. And you go, if he does win handedly, or even if it's a close decision, you got to give the kid props then, man, because yep. now he's fighting a boxer. Like, now it's not. Like, people are kind of sleeping it's on. It's not a joke anymore. Nope. Like, this this, this is night-night, yeah. bro. Like, this is right. If he doesn't, If he doesn't get knocked out, yeah, then you got to give him props. You got to give him props, bro, because I go, like, I'm fully expecting him to get dropped. Like, in this. Like, I, there's just no way. And, I, dude, boxing is one of those things where you end up eating out of a straw for the rest of your life, bro. You get caught, right? Yeah. So, did like, you see, um, who was it? The uh, Frank Mir had yeah. a boxing match with somebody. And oh, got no. and got hit and and was like out on his feet, but he wouldn't go down. Luckily, the ref stepped in and stopped it. And Frank Mir's a big He's a boy, big dude. man. Dude, who? Somebody else just got dropped, like a um a celeb that boxed, and he and you're just like, bro, what are you doing in there? And I saw Darren Williams is getting ready to fight um a, a running back. The football player? No, Darren Williams is the basketball player. Is getting ready to fight oh, a football the basketball player. player. Yeah, he's getting ready to fight a football player. Um. Damn man, is it Curtis Martin? No, it's not Curtis Martin, bro. I gotta, I gotta go find it. But whoever it is is gonna the drop Jets? it, bro. Yeah, no, nah, it's not him. Dude. <laughs> it's somebody who was for the Jets. Damn, I, I, I'll go find it. But whoever it is, bro, is about to rock Darren Williams, bro. I go, you don't want to. F- Why would you want to box a football player, bro? If you're a basketball player and you were a soft basketball player at that, you ain't. And you were, I mean, and you you're were a point guard. guard. Yeah, bro, you're gonna go fight a football, a running back, somebody who got hit all the time. He ain't all there, bro. Like there's nothing the you can do. already loose. Yeah, bro, this guy was running into 300 pound men on purpose all the time. Like this shit makes no sense. Why would you want to? I'm not fighting that guy, bro. I'm like, I'm like, this is so dumb, so dumb, bro. Yo, did you see the the so Armageddon? Remember the movie Armageddon? Oh yeah, bro. That movie, yo, that movie makes me cry every time. It's one of the few. Every time. 1998, bro. How old were you? Uh, I was 12. All right. So for those of you who seen Armageddon back in 98. It's a film about like a, uh, uh, an asteroid that's the size of Texas that was hurling towards the Earth. They send some, some like drillers up to sort of land on it and then plant like a nuclear bomb to blow it up, right? Anyway, um, there has, NASA has created this thing. It's called uh, the Double Asteroid Redirection Test. So DART, DART. They are launching this thing um, and it, actually, they launched it. They launched it last Wednesday, and this thing is going to like 
orbit the Earth for a while, but there is its purpose is to get to an asteroid that this is not going to be at, or has no um, trajectory towards Earth. Mm-hmm. But just as a test, it's going to go on this asteroid and purposely collide with it to redirect. Like knock it off course. Yo, what if it knocks it the wrong way? Right? <laughs> just like, yeah. That's what I was thinking, bro. I'm like, fuck up what the calculation, right? bro. Or the asteroid just decides, like, what if it collides with something else and, and it's then, just enough right. to throw off your trajectory, bro? Because, like, that asteroid, you're doing a map space, of it coming you're in towards a, you're you. You're in a vacuum, bro. So, yeah. yeah. There's other shit moving around that vacuum. So, like, eventually that asteroid potentially could run into something else. And what if that gets thrown off? Right. And then he still managed to hit this thing. Uh, it's going to be kind of... Bro, the fact that they're doing this it tells is, me... It is small. So, like, this thing is... um, what, what, what did I put on here? So, it's 530 feet in diameter. So, it's not like it'll, gigantic. It'll level a city. And I don't know. Will it? No, 500 feet, bro. At, yeah, but I, it, the, the problem is, is that at that velocity... And does it even make it through the atmosphere? That's oh, before breaking apart? Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Like, like at that... Five, hmm. Like, maybe not. It becomes a shooting star, like a really small... It'll hit something. It might destroy, like... Yeah like, yeah, like maybe maybe it burns up. It's Again, interesting, right? Because if you're heading towards Earth, right, you got a, a 70, what, 80% chance of hitting nothing, right? Because it's a lot of nothing at Earth. Yep. So, yeah. So, it's so funny because for us, we'd be like, man, that has to land in somebody's house or whatever. But no. Not. It's like ocean. an 80% chance it lands in the ocean or in the middle of a field or whatever. like On a desert. Yeah. Dude, that is the fact that they're trying this now, though, tells me, bro, there's some shit coming. <laughs> like, they know about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're testing this, we're not. Well, isn't that, that that's that, that's kind of Elon's, um, Elon Musk theory is just like, well, it happened to the dinosaurs, so it'll happen to us eventually. So this, which is why we need to become um, interdependent. Interdependent. Well, is, was it Bezos this week that came out and said that Earth's going to be like a vacation destination at some point in time? Like we're all going to live oh, in space? Oh, I didn't hear that. I think it was Bezos. He basically said, um, I think it was Bezos, um, that, but not even on another planet. He said, we're all just going to live in space. Like, like think uh, Star Trek. Like you're going to live on these giant, like sort of space, um, like, like, uh, I don't know even what you call them, vehicles, facilities, whatever. Right. And they're just going to be in space and they're going to figure out a way to sort of counter gravity, whether it's the, like the force of it, the, the spin, whatever you call that. And then um, you, we would basically come to Earth as like a vacation destination. And like he basically thinks that's our future. I'm like, that's kind of weird. I don't know, I don't know that yeah. we would go up there for kicks and giggles, right? Unless unless it was like, yo, unless Earth's about imminent. to get hit. Right. right, it's imminent. And then we're like, all right, yeah, stay away from that shit. And then, But then it's like, why am I going to vacation at the spot that could potentially... I mean, I guess you would know when it's coming, maybe. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, listen, yeah, crazier figure, shit has happened, bro. There's enough There's enough people with eyes on, on space. But this is kind of like something that they're doing, you know, obviously for, for the future, right? When they go, when impact is imminent. We'll set something like this up to, you know, hopefully preserve. Bro, this is where I know, like, and I and I wish I was high right now. Where I start, <laughs> we, we've had this conversation before, where I go, "There's no way that we haven't had this happen already," and that, like, you know, this is the whole like, is time linear oh, thing, or right, is it like right. a yeah? Because you just go again. What if we've given these attempts and we failed, right? And then we had to start over, and then we're here again. And then yeah, but how do you get here again, right? Like the dinosaurs are not here again, so like if if something has impacted us before, how are we here again if we have if we weren't just wiped off the face of the earth? 
But that's what I'm saying. Like, like we were wiped off, right? Like, who's to say we, you know, we didn't, we didn't take off. Like, you know, you had a pod go off onto another planet, right? Adam and Eve type shit, right? And then okay. you go, all right, these person go, these people go back. They spend their time in space. They go back and start civilization. Listen, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying that none of this shit makes sense. And <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man. It's all a simulation. Yeah, like looking at time as linear, I think is the only thing we're sort of capable of of computing. But it's, it's like, what if it's circular, man? What if we've been here and we're just right back here again? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I think about that shit all the time because it's just it's too convenient how we just come up with shit all the time. It's almost like the idea is already implanted in our mind, and maybe it's because we've we've been there, like. Humans have been around for millions of years, and if you look at the evolution over the last like hundred and fifty, like the the I guess the leaps in technology, it just doesn't make sense. And I know there's things that had to happen three hundred years ago for us to get to where we are now. So there's these little leaps, but it was like baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, and then boom, like we took these massive. Do you think about from? And we're the, still nowhere, bro. No, man. But you think of like the the invention of the wheel to then where you had a car, and then like the invention of the internet to now where we're like you know our computer to where we have a computer at our at our fingertips. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like the like the 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 speed of progress is just so crazy to it's me. Fast, that, bro. Yeah, it's just so nuts, man. So I'm like, there's something in there that maybe it's evolutionary or. Well, dude, you were telling me about the fucking um, you know speaking of technology, the whole like. NFT shit and like and 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 owning fucking virtual space, the metaverse, and meta, the metaverse, right? Like face. You know what's funny, man? We talked about this a couple of weeks ago with Facebook changing their their name to Meta. Mm-hmm. Bro, I, I swear to God, like the next week, one of my sons was mentions Meta. Like I, now it's I, a new no. now it's a new thing, right? Now it's, yeah, it's like oh, you got to do this buy to buy real estate in the Meta, and you got to. What is Attendance the, whole, the meta? Buy, buying real estate in the meta, man? What what is going on? With so, dude, conceptually, if you think about it, because this shit sounds crazy, but like it's a think of a world set in virtual reality. So, like right now, we think of like our computers, right, and we're on the internet, and maybe we're chatting. Maybe so. Now, put imagine a world where like you put on VR goggles, so it's in four D. Right. So, the metaverse is essentially like. It's 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 a cyber environment in 4D, right? So you can either attend it through virtual goggles or, or, or like virtual reality, like using Facebook's Oculus shit or whatever. And you're basically essentially able to attend anything, concerts, school, work, um, vacation destinations. Like it, like the whole idea behind it is you're building these virtual environments that you can sort of live in or spend time in. And it sounds so crazy, man, right? Well, well when when uh, Zuckerberg uh, announced Meta, that one of his things was was that, which was like uh, for work-related related stuff. He's like, because now everything is, or not everything, but things are going to more of a remote setting. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're going to be able to attend, uh, uh, you know, like conference room meetings, but you're going to be there. It's going to feel like you're there. You're going to see your peers, and it's going to be like you're in the room. Yeah, and I mean, and I have zero reason to doubt that that's exactly what's going to happen. But to your point, within that week, everyone's talking about metaverse. Like they're selling yep. real estate. Like you've seen the prices for real, like people are paying two point four million dollars for virtual real estate. And then what's on the real estate? So I guess what it is is like if you think of like a world that's being built out. So let's think. Um, I don't know if like if it's Facebook or whoever or Meta okay. building out this metaverse, right? They're they're building out. I don't know. Let, let's say Florida, 
And they're like, well, we have Orlando and Orlando has these restaurants and you have these auditoriums and you have all this stuff. Well, these things are sort of finite. Like there's only going to be one or two of these or three of these or whatever. So now what they're buying is that like room or that or that land or that section of the metaverse. And then you can do what you want with that section. So like there's people who are buying like concert venues because they're saying, well, in the metaverse, you're going to be able to have a whatever arena, right? The carbon footprint arena is in the metaverse. Well, somebody has to own that arena and then whatever events happen, like let's say artists decide to go into that metaverse and put on a show, then that person who owns it presumably gets to reap the sort of the financial rewards behind that. So I would imagine, I mean, the 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 ability to own sort of uh, quote unquote land in the metaverse, it it could be infinite. But I'm but I'm assuming just like anything else, there's going to be pieces of the quote unquote land that are going to be more expensive and that people are going to want to be at. Yeah. And you figure like, because it's Facebook or whoever, like you could just keep buying in, you could sell infinite rooms or right. land or space or whatever. Um, I think if you're Facebook, you sort of shoot yourself in the foot. Um, if you just keep expanding, but it's inevitable, right? You're going to have to keep expanding. And just like in real life, your people are going to keep paying, right? Because there's only, there's so many of us and there's so many things that we want to do. And there's so many different possibilities that it sounds crazy, man. But I'm like, nah, no, it makes it's sense, not, bro. bro. It's like, like we're going to definitely be in a space where I go, wait, I could go to this concert in my living room and feel like I'm there. And I just put on this headset and you can give me that. Like, I'm a big, there's certain things that I want to experience live, but it's like, wait, you can duplicate that feeling then with me sitting in my living room and the, in the convenience of that, like, yep. It, it, inevitably we're going to buy in at least to an extent, right? Like for some of that stuff, even yeah, because it's going to be cheaper than actually getting on a plane and flying there and getting a hotel room and buying the ticket and which listen, I mean, I think the the live experiences is phenomenal, but again, it's a, it's a feeling. So if you're able to duplicate that feeling and that experience, then shit, why not? Right? Like, like, like we like to skydive, right? Skydive. We did it one time and it was phenomenal. If if I can pay half that price and feel like I'm skydiving, I'm doing it. Yeah, dude. Think about like even a sporting event, right? Like think yeah. about like like we've gone to Mayweather fights Sell or whatever Vegas. Sell me a seat where I feel like I'm in the arena to watch this fight live. Like yes, it's almost like watching it at home. I pay for you, but now now I have this set and I feel like I'm sitting. Like I have a seat. I have a specific angle. I have yeah. like you're in a room with other people that are right there with you and yeah. you're high-fiving and right exactly like, like I, I, i'm yeah, like dude. yeah i could see that dude like it, because we've moved so virtual anyway and then because of the sort sort of climate we're in this probably couldn't have happened at a better time um because we're in this climate anyway where where people are sort of apprehensive of going out at least right. in large gatherings or whatever like man the, the more i thought it was crazy the more i'm like yeah this shit makes sense <laughs> like it's gonna happen like it's just inevitable and the prices, I go, no, nah, that's going to be a bargain. Like $2.4 million for something that you go, oh, yeah, we're going to have one event. We're probably going to make that at some point. Like, right. it seems crazy now, but fast forward five years from now. Like, are our kids, you know, attending? Do you think about what even the things you could replicate? Like, you know, like our, our kids are both in school right now. And, and we've talked about this where they're going through like certain um, points of history and doing that. Yep. Can you imagine being able to replicate that stuff and dropping them in the middle of that in a virtual reality setting? And they're just going like, watch this, like watch, um, you know, uh, uh, the Romans, you know, uh, or watch uh, hell here, the, the Revolutionary War. Watch George Washington give the speech. That, watch man. like, that would be amazing. Even that. Yeah. I'm like, dude, forget about like the stuff now. Give me the, the reenactments of history. And you go, yo, throw me in there. 
or because you know someone's gonna do it. Like, hey, we're gonna throw you out at the Gettysburg Address, and and, and you're gonna get to watch it. And you're gonna get to feel the goosebumps, and you're gonna you know like you're gonna get to watch the people around you. And and sure, some of that is artificially created because no one knows what it was actually like there. But it's the closest thing we're ever gonna experience to something yeah. like that, man. So I like the the more the, the crazier I think the idea is, the more I'm like, yeah, that's why it makes sense. It's so absurd, yeah, that it makes perfect sense. Man. So was the internet. Every, yeah, yeah, you're right, man. Somebody remember it was a fad. Right? Was a fad. <laughs> it was a yeah. fad. Do, do you imagine being the people who said that on tape long ago? And and you can't even call them stupid because no, nobody knew at that time, right? Like, I was having a discussion a couple of weeks ago with with some friends of mine, and just about NFTs, and you know they they weren't, and and most people that that we know are not, you know, into, and I'm not into, I'm you know, I'm not a, an expert by any means, but the the thought around nfts in general was just a, like so foreign and it's just like wait a minute like this thing that i can't really touch and i can't hold but i have to pay money for no it doesn't really make sense and it, it's like this like you said the, the, the all this virtual stuff it doesn't make sense now but it's coming oh dude i've been geeking out hard over nfts lately we've had a conversation with this and, and shout out to my brother-in-law man who's who's been doing like a lot of big things with nfts and i've been picking his brain a lot and like the the more I sort of dig into it, the more I'm like, yeah, the stuff now there's there's a lot of value in that, right? Whether it's art, trading cards, music, videos, because I'm even seeing artists now dropping like, hey, this is one song, and you can have the NFT to this one song, and you own that one song forever, and I'm never gonna sell it again, whatever. Like Meek Mill's doing it, yeah. And you think about all the throwaway songs that artists do all the time, but you're like, if you're a really big fan of Meek Mill, you're like, oh, I want to own that NFT of that song that's never going to come out on a CD or what, you know, like, right. even if that song drops or ends up getting leaked, you have sort of the master, quote unquote, to that song forever. Right. It's yours. It's, you it's own, you yours. Own it. You own it. So or you'll probably own one of yeah, 100, 100 or whatever. Yeah. It is. So like, um, I like the other applications of it, the thing, the way it's going to change sort of our day-to-day lives in the future, like with banking and with um, just transactions online in general, like is where I go like, yeah, there's like super huge value in that. But the way it's changing the art space right now and the collector space and the, I'm like, yeah, no, there's definitely value in that. And the, the deeper I go into it, the more I'm convinced, like, yeah, I don't understand why this doesn't click to people, you know, the same way. Like, the easiest explanation I can always give people is, like, yeah, you can go to Bed Bath & Beyond and buy a Picasso, like, a, a print of a canvas, right. but you don't own the Picasso. And it's, like, just because it's digital doesn't make it any less, like, uh, uh, I guess, less valuable. Right. Right? Like, the original of whatever. Of whatever it in is. In a digital format is equally as valuable as the... Yeah original picasso in this new world right like there's something tangible about the picasso that makes it harder to obtain but in this sort of world that we live in now the the digital asset is is just as valuable yeah as like that tangible piece so it's coming folks get it get it <laughs> yeah, just, just get, get with it get, get educated you know like because because um definitely early in the game um but there's opportunities for for investments and for you guys to make some kind of money so just get educated oh yeah Dude, while we, before we head into this holiday season, man, I saw this list. You, you uh, Barstool Sports has the list of the top ten Christmas movies of all time. Maybe I'm doing Ooh. this too early, bro. No, this is not early, man, because they've been. Dude, you know, the other day TBS did a 24 hour. Um, you know they always do on Christmas. They do the yeah. Uh, what's what's the Christmas name of that? story, bro? Christmas story, greatest Christmas movie of all time. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but we got the, the lamps right behind you, damn it. <laughs> oh shit they're up they're up bro <laughs> no but they, they did um um christmas vacation 
which is like my wife's like favorite Christmas movie of that all was, time. That was number four on this list. Okay, so they did it twenty four hours of Christmas vacation. Yeah, already? bro, just on, just just on, you know. And they had a they had to bleep out some stuff and blank <laughs> out some stuff because Terry Chase be going off in that movie. But. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, go go with the list. What you got? Yo, the list. Yo, number one, it's a wonderful life. I don't think I've ever nah, seen that. Nah, no, I never bro. seen it, bro. Forget Num- about. Number two was Home Alone, the first one. Okay. Number three was Fred Claus. Number four was Christmas Vacation. Which talk? one is Fred Claus? Uh, Fred Claus is the one. Is that the one with um? Who's in that? I don't even recognize his face, bro. Let me see. This guy, Fred Claus. I, yeah, I don't know who. I should know this because this is. I don't know. Shit. Yeah. No, I, I can't. From that picture, I, I can't feel see like it. I've definitely seen it, but I'm like, eh. all right. What's the, what's the next um, one? Number four is Christmas Vacation. Number five is Elf, which I, I would say is in a top Elf ten. I think it's a little high, but you know, I, I like Elf. Home Alone three, which I think is a total disrespect, was number six. And I'll tell you why. Home Alone three was the one without Macaulay. So Home Alone two has to, it's without. Yeah, it's the one with the new kid they put in it. It's an okay movie. It's not better than it's Home Alone not. two. No, wasn't Home Alone, Home Alone two was the one with the with the pigeon lady in New York at the pigeon lady, bro? Yeah, yeah. yeah, how, yeah. Did, how do you not make Home and, Alone two? And you bro? got um the the same crooks. Is the same crooks yeah, in three as and well? The same. No, the the I think three it's, has um, a whole new um, crew. What's his name? Uh, Pesci. Yeah, so three has a whole new crew, new kid, new crooks. New, anyway, no. it's not a bad movie. It's not. But it's not 10, better bro. than two, bro. And it's not top ten Christmas movies. Um, so then number seven is a Christmas story, which is my is my favorite Christmas movie of all time, and I think it's the greatest Christmas movie and of all time. Put that. They put that fucking they put fucking Home, Home Alone, Alone three, three above, above that. I was I was oh, livid, bro. Man. I feel like Fred Claus and Home Alone three shouldn't be above it. Um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, which I get, so was on yep. eight, the original. Home Alone two was number nine. Wow. Which again, I don't know how you don't put that above Home Alone three. Listen, I don't even know Barstool, how. Man. I don't even know how three made the list. I me neither, dude. Because I, dude, where's Die Hard? Oh, where's Die Hard? <laughs> Damn it, Die Hard's got right. to be count. Movie. Hey, this is a Christmas movie. It has to count, right? It's definitely better than than Home Alone Three. Yo, number ten was Bad Santa, which is pretty damn funny. That's funny. It's a hilarious movie. So I go, okay, I can't argue with Bad Santa being top ain't 10. shit shit right for a week. Nope, <laughs> that movie's so good, bro. But yeah, I have beef, man. A Chris, first off, a Christmas Story has got to be top three greatest Christmas movies of all time. Again, it's yeah. my number one, but I get why other people wouldn't put it there. But it's got to be top three. Listen, any movie that a station is willing to play for 24 hours yeah, straight. has to be top three, bro. Yes. Yo, matter of fact, where's Polar Express in this? Polar Express slaps, bro. You ever watch Polar Express? I don't think I've seen that one. With, with Tom Hanks, bro? And he gives a little speech and he's a little, little animated Tom Hanks. Yo, Polar Express. You know what's a good one, man? The one where, um, ah, shit. Who's the dude that, who's the first Batman? Not not the not the sixties. Oh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Okay. The Christmas movie that he plays, uh, like he's a snowman. Oh, that one's really good. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Right. Is it, it, I think it's yeah Jack, yeah yeah. I think, yeah, I think it is Frost. Jack Frost. I think you're right. Yep. Yeah, that's good. So I think Elf is funny. I think Will Ferrell's super underrated. I, I thought Elf was hilarious. Um, but but, he's, but it's on there, right? It's number five though. Yeah. What's the first? What's number one? It's a Wonderful Life. I'm afraid to watch that actually. It's black I think and white. If you're not bro. like 80, I'm already out. It's black and white. <laughs> can be good. You didn't even can, color. I get it, can I get it? Technicolor or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Let me see. It's, I'm pretty sure it's black and white. There's a yellow bow in here. Nah, you just lazy editing. I don't want it. Home, you. I mean, Home Alone being number two, the first one. I can't. I, okay, fine. But then Home Alone two should be in the top five. Like Christmas Vacation is good. I'm gonna have to rewatch Fred Claus, bro. Christmas but again, Vacation I feel like if good, I don't remember bro. it, it wasn't that great. Have you seen Christmas Vacation? Like, I have seen. Like Christmas recently? Vacation. Not recently, man. You gotta but watch it. All the Chevy Chase ones, the vacation ones are hysterical. Yeah. Bro. I think they're super funny, bro. Like the the all the Chevy Chase vacation movies are pretty funny. Yeah. I, I gotta go back and watch Christmas. Because even in, in, in that in that movie, he's like obviously in all of those movies, he's such a family man, right? Mm-hmm. In in that one in particular, he has these like bougie neighbors that he does not give a fuck about. <laughs> so he's not even a nice guy to them. <laughs> I feel like we got to watch these and then arrange them into our own top 10. <laughs> like, now I'm like, I got to watch this. Like, I'm afraid to watch It's a Wonderful Life, but I go, you, number one. And the thing is, is that it's Barstool Sports, right? So they're not, Barstool is usually not trying to, like, cater a to. A piece and anyone. Yeah, 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 I agree. They're usually pretty, like, solid. So I, I won the rankings created by the, Ben or the Film Alliance, the Ben Oregon Film Alliance. Yeah, it's just so weird, man, that they would they would do this. But uh, maybe they just put it out there from yeah, so maybe somebody else's list. And we're talking about it. I right, so whatever they did, it right? was they did their job, man. Dude, speaking of Christmas, bro, check this out. So in California, there was a just in time for Christmas, an armored truck rolling down the highway, and I think it was a I five for those of you guys from California. Opens the back door by or the back door flies open and money bags just start falling out of the truck and bust open. Okay, so, so it's a malfunction like the door opened and they just yeah. Okay, somebody wasn't yeah. throwing them out of it. No, 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 no. Nobody's <laughs> throwing them out, bro. So the highway shuts down for I think it was a few hours. It was a, a two hours because the money is there. So people are stopping and of course these idiots are putting themselves on social media. Collecting what? this money, man. just pick up the money. And just get pick the- up the money and get out, right? Um, two people arrested on scene, and then they were just like, "Hey, like we have you know camera surveillance. Don't try to get away. Come turn in the money." They said a lot of people came in actually turned in the money, um, but obviously not everybody. And I'm going, a why would you why would you film yourself and put it on social media? Like, what did you think? The money's not free. No, but is that a crime, bro? Money falls and you don't return it. What if I'm driving by later and I see that? I don't know if I thought. Yeah, dude. But what? If, all right. So, so what if? Um, I don't know. What if you're driving a pickup truck and a piece of your whatever furniture, something that you own, falls out, and then somebody picks it up and hauls ass? Can you not report them? Oh, sure. So then it's not yours. Yeah. I feel like that's a me problem. <laughs> it would be your ass in jail, bitch. <laughs> it will be a me problem. I feel like if the Lord didn't want me to have that money, to <laughs> that door wouldn't have flown open, bro. Sometimes you're looking for a sign, bro. Sometimes you're looking for a sign, and that's the sign. And we'll need these mere mortals interfering. <laughs> Sometimes the sign is there, bro. The Lord knew I was broke. Exactly, bro. Like... <laughs> Sometimes we just gotta let we gotta let the universe do its thing, bro. <laughs> How we doing on time? Bro? That's funny. Dude. We're hour ten in, bro. This might be the longest one we've had in a minute, dude. I'm uh see. I might have one more. 
that we could hit. Oh, bro, yeah, I do. We, you, you, y'all, y'all gotta, y'all gotta hit this website. This will be quick, man. There, there is a bridge. I gotta get the city of where it's at. All right, I don't, I didn't write the city down for some stupid reason. It doesn't matter. Go to eleven foot eight dot com. So one one then foot f o t t, then the number eight, and then dot com. There's this bridge, dude, and people hit it all the time. And then what happened is, is that they actually raised it eight inches and it helped a little, but people still smack into it. And so they've got two cameras affixed to this bridge so you can watch the videos of, of trucks like getting sort of canned open on it. It's funny as shit, bro. The, um, I saw, what, what's the website? 11foot8.com. So literally the number 1111 and then foot, F-O-T-T, and then the number eight, literally just put eight and then dot .com. Bro, there's, it's hilarious because there's literally a giant video board in front of it that I guess is scanning your car. And it's telling you, you know, you're not going to clear it. Turn around, turn around. You can see it blinking and people just keep going. And it just rips apart. <laughs> you see it? It's so good, bro. It's something so simple. And I was so satisfied watching them. <laughs> That's the first thing on the video. It shows the sign, 11 foot 8. <laughs> Yo, and they get canned open. Some of them like sardines just... It just peels back. It's so nuts, dude. I'm waiting for the first one to come. Oh, you just watch truck after oh, truck. Oh, here it comes. After truck after truck. Here comes the semi. He's fucked. <laughs> He's fucked. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's, bro, hours. You're going to spend hours. You're welcome. <laughs> it's funny as shit, bro. Oh, no. He backed up. And then he, and he, he makes realized. it worse. But it makes it worse. He should have never backed up. There's one, if it's the one I'm thinking of. There's a guy that backs up, and you go, if you'd have just kept going, it'd have been less damaging. That just says, SMI loses, and I'm looking, I think it was a YouTube video. Semi truck loses stacks. Yep, that's the at one. At 11 foot, if you, 8 plus 8. Bro, if he just keeps going, he clears it. He doesn't. But by going back, he rips it again. <laughs> just keep going. You've already cleared the highest point. Like You've already broke it. Just go. So he goes backwards and finishes fucking. If you're it up. a truck driver, do you not know? Oh my god, it's a slew of these videos. <laughs> I told you, bro. <laughs> Dude, they, the website is for the bridge. They put two cameras on the bridge specifically because this happens, and it's backed up. So it's the cameras are watching the bridge yes. as the traffic is driving into it, and you see the video board. Like it can't be any more clear. <laughs> the video board is literally warning them, like, "Hey, you're you're too big to." Fit. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see the video board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and watch. Oh, he's gone. He's, ah! gone. <laughs> he's gone. Yo, that shit is peeling them back like a can of tuna. Okay, I <laughs> it was oddly satisfying. And it is watch. funny because there's like a bus that comes after it, and he's like, fuck, I think I'm good. <laughs> if that guy just barely didn't make it, I'm fine. <laughs> Bro, it's so good. <laughs> and every video starts with, the eleven foot eight, <laughs> the the road sign, which is crazy because if you're a truck driver, I know you know how tall your truck is. You got it right. Oh, look at, <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> the sardine can, and then they stop, bro. Where are you going? You're not going back. Yo, people are crazy, bro. <laughs> It's my new favorite thing. I'm hooked. I ain't getting no work done tomorrow. Watch videos of this for hours, bro. It's so good. 
<laughs> All right, on that, man. Tell them where they can find us. <laughs> man, if you're not already following us at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on uh, IG, on Facebook, on uh, TikTok, we're at Carbon Footprint Podcast. Uh, make sure you're on YouTube. We put the videos up every week. Uh, follow us on there. And then uh, if you want to listen, man, we're on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Geo7, Amazon. Amazon Music, uh was it Ghana? I mean, everything. Ghana, a pod chaser. So, yeah, if you got it and you can listen to a podcast on it, we're on it. So. Yeah, and if you can, leave us a, a a review. I think, um, is it is it Podchaser? Podchaser and, and Apple. Apple. Yeah. You can leave a review. Um, even if we suck, like, it's cool. Yeah, tell us we, we suck. Wanna, yeah. yeah, we, we want to see it all. As as always, guys, I appreciate you. Um, if you haven't done it already, go out, get you a bottle of uh, Terramana or whatever your favorite tequila is. Get some chili peppers, infuse it. Yeah. Shit is delicious. Fire. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.